everybody. So this is the Hallmarkies podcast and we're so excited to be here. Uh, we're having a return of our very first guest that we ever had on the podcast. Very exciting. Right. And I, uh, Nina's here. I'm Rachel and Amber's here. Hello everyone. <laughs> Doing one of her famous car casts. <laughs> and and uh, Nina, Nina Wyman is here uh, to talk with us again. We're so excited. Oh, hello. Thank you so Thank you much, Nina. Oh, we we talk about you. You're like the the official third co-host, pretty much of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ruth Hill. Yeah, maybe you're the fourth fourth official. <laughs> we definitely talk about you way more than you would expect. We're like, oh, oh, Nina. Nina's the best. Oh, thank you. Well, I was just like, oh, and my husband was like, you're doing a podcast. I was like, um, some people care what I have. You go like Walking Dead. I'm gonna do a podcast <laughs> because we're we're constantly scheming and plotting and have different ideas that we like for future Hallmark movies. So oh. we can get Nina to write it. Like we okay. have ultimate confidence in <laughs> you. Pitch document. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we think you're the best. So <laughs> Thanks, guys. excited to talk to you again. Um, so how has life been? We haven't talked to you since uh, November, I don't think. Uh, yeah, beginning of December. It was, oh, it was before coming home for Christmas. Yeah, right. yeah. It's busy. I have, I've had a really busy year. Um, I have two movies coming out this summer, one mm -hmm. on the 16th, one on August 4th. And so those are, I was writing the whole time, you know, when we talked before, and then I've got one movie for Christmas for sure. Um, another one that I'm just a re rewriting mm -hmm. that will air, but I don't think my name's going to be on it. Um, and that one starts shooting on Monday. And uh, another one that I just have been put on to rewrite for Christmas. And mm. I, I have just a lot, a lot going on. And then a, a wedding movie for next year, a potential second wedding movie that we thought was dead a couple of years ago. And now it looks like it's coming back to life. So the book deal, there was something wonky with it. So that one looks like it's going to happen next year. And it's a male lead. Um, just a lot of balls in the air. I'm just always like doo, 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 <laughs> juggling it all. I finished this one, put that one down, turn it in, pick this one up and then, you know, on to the next. So it's good. I will never complain about having too much work. Yeah. I mean, you're, but you're a machine. You're just popping them out left and right. Very I fancy. Try. I mean, there are some people, there's like Rick Garman, that guy's a machine. There are people <laughs> who, they, they, I don't know how they do it. I mean, I, we can only do as much as we can do. And, and he does way more and I'm like, you go, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's great. They've been so good to me. They're so loyal and they make you a part of the family and it's awesome. I won't, I will not complain. I need a new kitchen. <laughs> My kitchen's a mess. We bought this house. It's a major fixer upper. And so I want to put like a little plaque when it's done and be like, this is the kitchen that Lori Lachlan built because I sold it. <laughs> the kitchen that Lori Lachlan built. Backyard courtesy of Destination Wedding, you know? <laughs> you could have little like themes. Like, my house. Yeah, like in your wallpaper choice or whatever, could like sort of be an homage. The, crown, the little you know. crown, media crowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll put a plaque on my front door that's like, welcome to the house that Hallmark built. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. <laughs> this is this is the destination wedding suite, and yes. then this is the <laughs> yeah, very good. First dance in the <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, cool. So, uh, how did you feel about coming up for Christmas? Like, did you were you, you happy with the response? so happy? The ratings were fantastic. Everybody was really thrilled. Um, it repeated really well. You know how they air them just over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again? it got like really high um really high ratings in its repeat airings too which is awesome because people either watch it over and over again or missed it the first time and then watched it repeatedly so it's it's nice to hear that that people aren't like oh that was terrible never watching that one again yeah so yeah <laughs> really well everybody was happy we're trying to figure out you know what we can do um again with danica and neil and mm -hmm. andrew and get the family back together and do another one because we had so much fun making that movie so like a sequel where andrew falls in love 
Yeah, I hope so. I, we, were, we were talking about it. I mean, us internally, like Hallmark, well, they're not, you know, what we're, we have to try and sell them on the idea. But mm -hmm. yeah, we're talking about it internally, but it probably wouldn't be for Christmas. It would be like springtime or something. Is there a sequel book or is it just the one book? No, it's just the one book. Okay. So well, we can get Jenny Hale involved and get her to write another I've book. I've talked to Jenny about it. <laughs> I have talked to Jenny yeah. about, she's like, if you need any help, I was like, babe, I will call you. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, and we have to ask yes. uh, about the Yule log, since that was a highlight of the last interview. So tell oh, us, right. what was, was it good? Was it, it everything was you so dreamed? so good. So, you know, Danica's mom, did we talk about that? Danica's yeah. mom made yeah. one and brought yeah. it over here. And literally, I just wanted to stick my face in it. It was so <laughs> good. It was beautiful. It was like a work of art. I mean, she, she's amazing. Her mom, Mahela, she's like an incredible cook and like a meditation teacher and just like this beautiful soul. And um, she, uh, it was incredible. And I ate it for breakfast the next day because it was like <laughs> one <laughs> Everybody was still sleeping the next morning. And when, you know, I like, when my kids are asleep, I'll like go into a closet or whatever or they're in the other room I'll go in a closet and eat a cupcake so I don't have to share it with them <laughs> so they were all still asleep I ate it for breakfast it was amazing yeah. it's like a giant ho-ho yeah <laughs> yeah right right not like, yeah. not like a you know mass produced but it's a giant ho-ho yeah there's so like yeah Yum. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, and we had fun. Everybody came here. We all watched it together and uh, we had a good time. I had a taco bar and we drank champagne and we live tweeted. <laughs> it was fun. Good, good. We're glad. We're happy. Well, what did you guys think? Did you like it? We, we did. We message after. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we both had it in our top 10 for uh, the of countdown for Christmas. So, yeah, we both liked it very uh -huh. much. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't, and I'm not swayed by if I like you as a person. So that, I mean, that means it's good. <laughs> and you're not swayed by Andrew Francis either, right? Yeah. Well, Rachel is definitely oh swayed by Andrew Francis. <laughs> but I hated in, Engaging Father Christmas and he was in that. So not. Oh, that's right. He was. He yeah. was like the, maybe he's the bad guy. And yeah, right. The red herring. Right. Okay. Good luck convincing me of that. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> no i it was it was really a fun a fun film we really enjoyed it and oh thank you oh so well done i was curious uh so did you have did you get to watch any others from countdown for christmas this last year did you i aside from yours almost all of them what would what was your favorite of aside from yours um so i really loved the brooke dorsey mark lucas movie mm -hmm. i loved that one and yeah now i can't even think i watched so many of them but that <laughs> one stood out i really loved that one and she's actually yeah. gonna be in this movie that i that i rewrote so she oh, like, we love her so much i don't know if i'm supposed to say that it'll be announced at some you know they're all gonna do a christmas movie they all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah Ooh. Very half funny. of canada is going to be in one of these movies it's not it's, it's fine half of canada half of canada yes yeah half of canada seven times <laughs> <laughs> yeah miss christmas was definitely <laughs> one of the best of mom in that movie and the mom in my movie and the mom in my other movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah we yeah i mean yeah, i went to all of them because if I'm going to be pitching them stuff, I want to make sure that I know what have they done? Yeah. What, yeah. what doesn't work? What, you know? Yeah. My favorite uh, that aired, uh, premiered during Countdown for Christmas, I really loved uh, Christmas in Angel Falls. That was my oh, favorite. Rachel. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, but uh, but then Miss Christmas was my next favorite. It's oh really? It was excellent. Yeah, yeah I agree Rachel, with you. Rachel's adorable. I think she. Um, I thought that she and Paul had great chemistry. Mm -hmm. and great job. Yeah, it was so good. Really liked the the what was it called? What's the amnesia one called? A gift to a Christmas? No, a gift to remember. Yeah, a gift to remember. Yeah. Oh, was. Allie Lieber. Uh, yeah, and it Peter was like Forte. While you were sleeping. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it was him, not his brother. And, <laughs> and my friend Kevin Fair directed that, and I love him so much. Yeah, it was That's really good. Support your friends, too. Like, I watched them all for all the other reasons, but also, like, this friend wrote it or that friend directed it, or, you mm -hmm. know, you want everybody wants to support everybody else. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 
So this weekend, you have a new movie coming out, Love at First Dance. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? So Love at First Dance styles, stars uh, Niall Mater and Becca Tobin. They have amazing chemistry. They're so adorable. I watched the cut the other day and I was like, oh, I love, I'm an, I'm, I love love. You know, I was just like, they made me feel all the feels. Um, it's about this dance teacher who has these dreams of being a choreographer and it didn't quite happen for her. So she teaches dance now. And so she really loves what she does and she still gets to be in that world. And she is tasked with uh, teaching New York City's most former most eligible bachelor to dance for his wedding. It's this big society wedding. They're in the process of taking over, the fiancés are in the process of taking over their father's big investment brokerage firm. It's a, it's a big marriage of the personal and the professional. And he's a disaster on the dance floor. So he has to do some private lessons alone with his dance teacher, whose name is Hope. And you know what happens. Love happens. But you know, it's, it's not like they, they both keep it very professional. It's not like anybody's breaking up a happy couple. They're having doubts about getting married. And it's really, really sweet. It's fun. Shot a couple of days in New York City. So it's not Canada trying to be New York City. Most of the New York <laughs> actually New York City. Yeah. Really sweet. I'm super proud of it. Oh, that's so exciting. Uh, yeah. So-, so when I had initially heard the premise of this movie, I was like, mm, I don't like this. Like, he has a fiance. And then, and then I was like, Oh, Nina wrote it. It'll be fine. <laughs> like I was like, I have just so much faith that you'll be able to handle that like tricky situation in a way that I will find acceptable. So I was actually got got back on board. Because you never want it to look like she's breaking up a happy couple, and mm-hmm. you never want to look like he's a cad who's cheating on this girlfriend. It all happens very organically, and. Mm-hmm. We were incredibly sensitive to that while we were developing it and and writing it. And I think it works very well. And it's really sweet and beautiful. And the music and the cut, and I was just like, you know, when you just watch and you're smiling and you go, oh, I'm just sitting here by myself smiling like an idiot. But I just, I sat there and I just was like, I love you. Yeah, the, the clip they showed in the preview of them dancing in the water was a, adorable. She has such a light in her. Mm-hmm. She's really, really precious. And Niall is just so real and charming and sexy and lovely that it just, it, it all of the elements came together, the producers. And so we went up. Rachel Boston is a producer on this one because we Mm -hmm. sold a couple of movies together and then she was picking, which one is she going to be in? Because she couldn't do both of the wedding movies. So she was like, I'm not really a dancer. Um, So we went up together. She produced this one and uh, we went up together and just had a lovely time in Victoria and Becca and Niall couldn't be sweeter. I already knew Niall. I had never met Becca before, but just couldn't be lovelier. And their chemistry is just spot on. You know, sometimes it's there and sometimes it just doesn't happen and it's nobody's fault. It's yeah. just not there. These two from the day, the night before we all went out to dinner and just great chemistry, really good rapport with each other. Awesome. That's good to hear. I'm really, really proud of it. I will be interested to see what you guys think because I love how it turned out. Mm, I'm very excited. So how did you get the idea for this, to write this? Uh, You know, I am always thinking in ideas and we wanted to pitch some wedding movies. um, Joel Rice, the producer, and Rachel Boston and I, we wanted to pitch a couple of ideas, hoping they would buy one. Um, we wanted to do a wedding movie together because that's where Rachel and I met on a wedding movie. And we pitched two and they bought both of them. But I, he was like, come up with some ideas. So I, 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 I'm, my life is everything is a potential story. Everything that I look mm-hmm. at in the world, I just look and I go, oh, that would be an interesting, you know, everything is a story to me. That's just how my brain works. So if I get an idea, I'll just write it down for, for a rainy day and then go, oh, what ideas did I just jot down? So it was just something that I thought, oh, that would be cute. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And if you, are you a good dancer or do you enjoy dancing? I, um, I was, when I was younger, I danced a lot. I was a cheerleader. I danced, I did theater and stuff, but I mean, now like gravity is not my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Like a year and a half ago, I went roller skating with my daughter and I fell and I broke my wrist. Like who does that? Like I used to fall on roller skates all the time. And now I fall and it's like, ah, broken bone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not, not anymore. Yeah. Becca's a really good dancer though. And so is Niall. Niall's good, but he's not supposed to be good until he's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's fine. So how good is he at being a fake bad dancer? You know, it's, it's, there's not a whole <laughs> lot of it. It's just, it really, what it comes down to is there's like this disconnect with him mm-hmm. and Beyonce and they can't really tell why. And they think it's because he's a bad dancer. Gotcha. Maybe it's just not right. Mm. maybe who mm. knows <laughs> to find out what happens how does it end yeah know. very cool yeah that's exciting uh so yeah did you get to go on set for this one i did yeah i went up i went up for this one with rachel oh, okay yeah so she executive produced it huh mm-hmm. no that's cool yeah, she executive produced it so that was one of her first I think she's produced a couple things before, like shorts and stuff, but this was one of her first things behind the, behind the camera. And we just are all so proud of it. And the producer, they just kind of like get all the pieces together, whereas the director's focused on the shots, correct? Yeah, I mean, the, the producer is like from the day it sells to the day it airs, their uh-huh. job never ends. It's just... Mm-hmm. It, constantly getting shepherding everything through being involved once you get your green light and you start prepping it that's when the real work happens and they're like 24 7 crewing up getting approvals on wardrobe like nothing that you see on screen happens without somebody approving it Mm -hmm. they will do a wardrobe fitting and the network will look at all of these and say no i don't like that shirt on her yes that looks adorable find something else like that i like the dress not the color you know that sort of thing so Mm -hmm. everything is the producer is just shepherding it through from beginning to end Mm. and on set watching pretty much watching every moment cool so that sounds exhausting and uh, I will never be a producer. <laughs> I was, I was there and Rachel was there for three days. So we were like watching from home, you know, we watched the dailies and yeah. yeah. We're all super proud of it. I'll be interested to see what you think. So you have to let me know after you watch it. Oh, well, we'll let you know. And obviously it'll be covered on the podcast, but just think not just cause we're best friends. I do think I'll like it, but. Okay. If, if, if I don't like it, I will, I will be honest. Just prepare yourself in case that happens. I'm prepared. <laughs> and you know what? This friendship will not be over. I yeah. Okay. Although I have not given any of your movies less than a three. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. You're just, well, you just have a good track record. So I'm not that worried. <laughs> well, I that. Listen, my father didn't like one of my movies and I still let him be my dad. So. <laughs> Which one did he not like? Um, it was a long time ago. It was called Meddling Mom. And he was like, "Mm, I'm feeling that one. (laughs) That's funny. Okay. Well, you know what? By the way, Jerry Weinman, you're not Hallmark's target audience. (laughs) I can get him to sit through my movies unhappy. I was going to say, Nina, you should feel uh, pleased because I think you have a much higher uh, uh, average score than like Hallmark Hall of Fame does for Amber. So, yeah. So. That's because you you find the funny in your scripts. You put fun, cute things in your scripts in the Hallmark Hall of Fame and just give people cancer. Yeah. <laughs> no, cancer. Boo, cancer. Uh, well, Hallmark Hall of Fames are supposed to be a little more dramatic. Yeah. Or, you know, the romantic comedy ones. So. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, do you, do you want to are do you want to like do it ever do one of like the mysteries or, or do... a wheel. i'm waiting to hear if oh. they're gonna do this mystery wheel which they seem really interested in so yeah that could happen mm, it's cool. just a matter of finding the right material yeah. You know, yeah i spark too that i feel like i can do it justice and that you know they um most of the time i focus on the romantic comedies because that's 
what I do mm -hmm. best and what comes the easiest to me, but I love branching out into that stuff. And I had a lot of fun. It's a book series that we've pitched and I had a lot of fun taking that and just making, doing like a light mystery. It was different. And so mm -hmm. I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Cool. A movie that you had, you were sort of, cause I know you said about Sabrina in uh, coming up for Christmas. Was there anything that you thought of as you were, uh, as you were writing this one or is it just its own, own thing? You know, this one's its own thing that um, mm -hmm. coming over Christmas was very much, the book was very much like Sabrina. Mm -hmm. So when I read it, I was, I, I was like, this is Sabrina. This is fantastic, which is such a great story. And I, I, I said to Jonathan Axelrod, who's the producer, I, I was like, this is, this is it. This is the one. It's Sabrina. It's great. And he loves old movies because his dad was like in the business and wrote like the screenplay for Breakfast at Tiffany's or something. Mm -hmm. and he's been around that world his whole life. And he was like, I love Sabrina. Let's do it. So cool. Cause there are so many great, the reason why I thought of that is cause there's so many great romantic movies involving dancing. So I wondered mm -hmm. if you had one in mind, but, uh, but uh, yeah. No, I just was like, wow, they've never done this before. And I know it's yeah. tricky for them went to do a thing where engaged guy falls mm -hmm. in love with somebody else. It's yeah. really hard or engaged girl because you always want your character to be likable and sympathetic and both of your leads, you want that. So it is, uh, it's tricky, but they had done it really successfully last year with um, Perfect Bride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of the same formula of, we're yeah. going to keep it professional. It can definitely be done well. I think Christmas Detour is a good one yeah. in, in, that, in that regard as well. Um, all right. Well, great. So let's talk about your uh, next one coming up in August. Love at Sea. Love at Sea. Yes. And it is August, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Because I read somewhere I, there was July, but then I thought, oh, and then was, I thought August. And then I guess it moved. Initially, the date I was given was July 27th, and then I guess it moved back a week. So it's okay. August and that was like in the official press release so I don't think that will yeah. change yeah we did our um summer preview like what two weeks ago yeah and it's already they've already added movies <laughs> since then that we didn't even know about we're like man you make these preview shows really hard <laughs> they which added that you, which did you they, do there was the, the they added Lacey. yeah well, yeah we so we we did June weddings the mysteries that they had announced and then also summer Oh, the whole summer, summer preview. Uh, I don't know why I'm not getting a notifications about the podcast. Oh, yeah, you got it. Rachel just Rachel just tag Nina every time we talk about her, so okay. we'll just get a notification anytime a podcast happens. Well, you have to in, in YouTube. You have to hit, click the bell. There's a little bell icon next to subscribed. Okay. And if you click on there, that that's that'll make sure you get the notifications. Okay. Just make sure but uh, but uh but we'll try to make sure that you know but yeah we we talked about the whole summer and then all of a sudden right after it released they announced uh they announced this christy will wolf movie uh was going to be a new uh, fifth june brides movies so we're like oh yeah and there was only there were only supposed to be four mm -hmm. and yeah. we weren't even on the schedule initially but this movie was ready and we were bummed that we weren't going to be on this year but they were doing four sequels yeah and then i for some reason one of them the vineyard movie fell out so um they moved it or i don't know what it was if it wasn't ready or they moved it so i think that's summer maybe yeah i don't know i don't know i, don't, I haven't heard anything uh, about the wedding in the vineyard release it's supposed to be the fourth june wedding well, mm -hmm. and there was supposed to be that um summer dreams one too and that's we don't know what's going on with that with debbie gibson is that not happening this summer i thought that was for this summer too well, I, I think they announced it as part of summer not june bright i think it was it just keeps getting moved yeah it's the movie it, that will not be <laughs> Because it was going to be June Brides, and now it's not been officially announced. Yeah. It wasn't in their statement for summer. It's just kind of hovering. We'll probably announce it at TCA, which is July like twenty sixth, <laughs> I think. Or maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it'll be like Labor Day, and we'll get our it's done. It's wrapped. It's yeah. Done, so we'll get our yeah. Debbie Gibson movie for Labor Day. That would be fun. But yeah. uh, but either way. But anyway, so let's talk about Love at Sea. Yeah, Love at Sea. Based <laughs> on the book Love on the Lido Deck. Yeah. So. Um, did you find this book or somebody, uh, how did you find this book? I was just put on it by the producers. Okay. Uh, 
they sold it to the network and then I was a writer for hire on this one. Okay. And um, it was a, probably a two year process um, from concept to screen, maybe less than two, a little less than two years, but it was really, really tricky um, because dealing with a huge brand like Royal Caribbean, it was a hard deal to make, but they, I mean, even I guess the first day of shooting, everybody was like, I can't believe we're even here. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think is um, special about this, um, about this story or about the, this, uh, this well, movie? First of all, it's totally beautiful. Second of all, Carlos and Alexa are just the cutest, like sweetest, most adorable. I, I'm, if they were in a movie about a Chuck E. Cheese on the moon, I would be like, oh, you're so cute. I would watch it. Like they're just adorable. And uh, there may be a little cameo of their baby in the movie. Maybe I wrote a part for Ooh. Uh, Yay. I love babies. Person. Little baby ocean, he's so cute. That baby is just the squishiest, cutest little thing. But Carlos and Alexa, I mean, it's just like rides on their charm, completely mm -hmm. beautiful. I mean, it's it's so. What I think is really special about it is we haven't seen it before. It's all yeah. over this incredible cruise ship. It's these gorgeous sweeping shots of the Caribbean and this beautiful ship that's like a floating continent. It's gigantic, and it's unique. And I think that that's the struggle sometimes when you do a lot of these is how do we make it unique and how do we make it special? Um, what ship did they film it on? Harmony of the Seas. Okay. Royal Caribbean. It was at, it's out of Fort Lauderdale and it goes to um, Labadee, Haiti, St. Croix, I think, St. Thomas and Jamaica. Cool. And um, I didn't go. I couldn't go on this one. Because <laughs> oh, you can. So I couldn't. It, it like I have a very crazy. I'm like the crazy mom who's like, oh, and I'm away from my kids. I need to know where they are every second of every day. Mm -hmm. And I make my poor nanny. I'm like, text me when you guys get to dance class. Text me. You know, like I'm super paranoid and crazy. And I was like, I cannot be away from my children in the middle of the Caribbean, like out of contact and out of touch for a week. That, yeah. ooh, that makes me nervous. So I did not go. I would, if, it, if we do a sequel, and I would love to, then I would see when it is and potentially take my kids out of school and go with the whole family. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, do you know, did they, so was the, I'm assuming they didn't book out the whole cruise. No. So did they just film during a, like a regular cruise? Regular cruise. I mean, there were some, there were some dailies that you'd watch the dailies and there'd be people just like walking through the shot, like what's going on over there? Just <laughs> they couldn't really interfere with the regular. Oh, sorry. My texts for some reason come up on my screen. <laughs> um, we couldn't interfere with the regular cruise. So we had to make sure that, everything was smooth mm -hmm. and they they did say you know if you want to be in the shot sign this release and you can be an extra in it but it, the ship is so huge that the director said that there were there were people on one part of the ship that didn't even know they were filming a movie on another part of the ship they they had no idea that this was even happening yeah and they did two back-to-back uh, -back seven-day cruises mm -hmm. they, they left, shot for six days, one day off. It goes back to port. It's in port for like six or eight hours. And then yeah. it moves right back on the next cruise. So they did two back-to-back seven-day cruises and then had a couple days off and shot a few days on dry land in Florida. Awesome. That's mm -hmm. basically my dream life. I love cruises. So <laughs> it's like, it's amazing. I was, I was like, I want to go. Have you? Go without my family. Have you ever been on a on a cruise? Do you we do cruises? One in March. We went on one in March, um, just a little to Ensenada, Mexico. For oh. It's like a little four day one, but it was our ten year anniversary, so we wanted to do something special, and it was our friend's ten year as well. They got married on the exact same day, same year, so it ended up being twenty two of us, like four families. My parents came, and 
So we just did it. It was so fun. I love cruises. I love an all-inclusive. I don't have to think about anything. I don't have to carry money with me. I don't have to do math. I just want everything done for me. And somebody just comes up with a fancy little umbrella drink for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, uh, just uh, room 2307. Thank you. <laughs> Can you get my shoulders, please? The shoulders. <laughs> Yeah, I've been on two cruises in my life, and uh, one was just one of those one stints, and I was like you, you mm-hmm. said, with my family and on Royal Caribbean, that was fun. And then I, I went on um, a carnival, a big singles cruise, which was uh, this was for my Mexico? 30th birthday. Uh, what's that? To Mexico. Yeah, to Mexico. But this was seven days, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was really a huge uh, leap of faith, I guess, or you want to say, or huge, um, out of my comfort zone experience because, uh, I just want, I didn't know anybody there. And that was kind of why I wanted to do it is I really just wanted to, um, I want to be, I want to be the kind of person that's, that's comfortable in my own skin and that I can go and I can, I don't know. I just wanted, I wanted to be able to travel by myself. And I felt like this was a good stepping stone to doing that because I would be, you know, in, in, in a group setting, but I would be by myself, if that makes sense. But how um, did you meet so, people? Did you meet a lot of friends and stuff? I, I did. I, I, I had, it was all set up by a travel agent in, okay. in the area. And so I ended up actually having roommates and, and it ended up being a really positive experience, but, um, and, and it really did a good job because now I have been comfortable traveling, traveling by myself since then. So it was like this first, like getting over that home, I guess. I don't know. Good for you for stepping out of your comfort zone. <laughs> that's how we grow. That's, yeah. how we, that's how we develop. And, you know, just be, I always tell my kids, like, just be brave. Yeah. Well, and it, my whole family thought I was totally insane. My mom, my mom has, has, she could count the number of times she's been like alone for the, like overnight on like one hand, like she, cause she just, she got married. She lived at home and she got married, you know, she's always had kids and uh, by herself at all. No. And uh, so she was just like, wow, I can't believe you're doing this. And, uh, and I don't know. I just, I just didn't want to be the kind of person that was like, well, I can't do that because I'm single. I'm like, no, I want to do it, <laughs> but I want to do it in a safe way. Right. You know, it's not like stupid. And uh, so it was a good jumping off point for me and since then I've I've traveled by myself you know when a fair amount so anyway it was good but uh but it was a little too casino-y for my like taste because because uh and uh but uh but it was still it was still super fun uh but anyway yeah so um tell us a little bit about the story of love at sea the way you can tell without spoilers so this is, it's based on a book and Olivia is the character played by Alexa and she is an event planner and she has a friend who's a YouTuber who's got this show and she's doing this event cruise and mm-hmm. she, Olivia goes to plan it for her best friend and Carlos plays Tony Rivas, who is an assistant cruise director who on this particular to be the main cruise director for the first time and I don't think he's ready and they're going to be watching him but everything has to go right for him and for Olivia she comes from a very wealthy family her last boyfriend used her to get ahead um her father owned this hotel chain so the, the boyfriend used her to get ahead so she's got a little bit of trust issues and she's got She's got this thing where people think that because she's wealthy, she's never had to work a day in her life. And so she Mm -hmm. feels like she's always got something to prove. And so she and Tony butt heads a little bit when they, when she first gets there, because he wants to do things his way because he's got a lot at stake. She wants to do things her way because she's got this business that she's just started and she wants to prove to everybody, including this ex-boyfriend who used her, that she can do it and that she can be a success and on her own. And they're, and they're <laughs> after a little while working together and things go wrong for the event and they both have to make it right and fix it. And, 
and they're all over this beautiful ship. And then meanwhile, her mother, who is this socialite widow, has this boyfriend that uh, Olivia is goes to see her mother and and this guy is there and he's like, honey, who's this guy calling my mom honey? Like, who, who are you? And he's like, oh, I've heard so much about you. She's like, I've heard nothing about you. Like, not a word. <laughs> and so she's like, I need you to come on this cruise with me, mom. So she wants to get her mom away from this guy. And then he turns up like, I'm here. I bought my own cabin. So there's that going on too, where she feels like, this guy's after her mom's money because that's people are always after them for what they can get because mm -hmm. they're grams. And it's really cute. It's very sweet. Carlos sings and oh my God, the song, it was like, to get this song, we were so happy that we actually got it and he will just make your heart go the thunk. It's so um, I am so excited about that. <laughs> Is, it was everybody's favorite scene in the script. And then when we watched the dailies, I was just like, I was like this. I was like, oh, he's so good. And everybody, and, and you know, this is kind of the moment where you feel like, oh, she's starting to fall for him. And, and everybody watching is just going to be like, me too. <laughs> he's dreamy in that. It's adorable. Um, it, so cool. it, it's going to be really good. Mm, and it's I'm a excited. fun, different look so yeah. it doesn't look like oh I, i'll be watching some of these movies and i'll go oh that was the dad's house and stop the wedding like i see yeah. locations over and over again i'm sure you guys noticed that too yeah. and this it just looks different and it looks gorgeous and it's another yeah. one where it, all the elements you know fall into place and it's magic and thankfully that has been the case on most of my movies i feel really <laughs> lucky that i've gotten to work with pros with people who just are so good and get it and good producers, good directors. They're, it's, I'm very, very lucky. Well, that's yeah. one of the things that we noticed about Summer Nights in particular was that, cause they have, was that things felt like they were trying to be different because yeah. you have Love on Safari, you have Love at Sea, okay. uh, you have, yeah. um, I can't, I'm trying to think what was the other one that felt a Cameron little, oh, the, oh that fiji one and then there's also that one with um with uh, Wagner, Wagner, christopher Paloa. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's and exciting that also fiji right there were two fiji i know they yeah. shot fiji back to back because I, I know the producer who was there i was like oh well, that's a terrible job yeah Sorry. i feel like i know fiji so well because survivors been to fiji so many times so i'm like oh survivor i know fiji oh please <laughs> you can navigate that terrain in your sleep i could i'd be like hmm, don't worry about it i got this i'm basically fijian <laughs> <laughs> i love on the sea at yeah. sea yes tell love me. at sea um i want to know is there a mustard drill scene where they have to oh wear the life vest? Oh my god, of course. Yes. <laughs> I don't have to wear the life vest, though. I put that. That was my meet cute in the original. Oh, the yeah. and, and she's not going to go. And I had him going, I can't, you know, you have to go. It's mandatory. And he's putting it on her and he puts it on and he's clipping it as he's doing this whole speech. And they're like, oh, we don't make people wear life jackets anymore. I was like, oh, that's oh, funny. So, um, so that it, it doesn't happen that way anymore, but it was like, I was, I was so sad because yes, there is a, there is a muster drill like moment and she's like, oh, I, that's just for passengers. I'm here to work and refuses. Yeah. To the muster drill is my favorite part of any cruise just is because it it's, it's so fun to just part. like have to do that stuff. And last year when I went on my last cruise, um, we got to go and be like, for the mustard drill, we just sat in the movie theater. And the other people in our group had to go stand outside on the deck. Like, it was, like, really cold and windy. It was so funny. I was like, <laughs> we're in a movie theater and you're just, uh, <laughs> you're outside, you fools. And then we had to go stand outside on the deck forever. And my kids were like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> was like, there were in a sea of people. And I was like, we're not allowed to move. Of course you have to go to the bathroom now because <laughs> get you to a bathroom. So uh, that was terrible. With kids, it's not fun. 
Yeah. I love mustard drills. Mustard drills are the best though. Okay. Well, of course I put a mustard drill in. I mean, come on. Do I look like an amateur to you? I'm very excited about it. <laughs> I'm also super excited to like get to see all of the actual cruise staff, like in the background doing their jobs. And there's a lot of actual cruise staff, like a lot of the when you see the crew walking mm -hmm. around and doing stuff, it's actual Royal Caribbean employees mm -hmm. because they were just like, throw them in the scene, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's just, it just has a cruise ship just has built in diversity. Like I don't think there's any place on oh, earth yeah. where there's more, more diversity because oh, yeah. all the cruise workers are just from like all over. It's, it's just a giant melting pot yeah. on the water. Mm -hmm. yeah they um they did use some of them it's it's just look it's just you see all this stuff and it makes you want to go on a cruise which i think mm -hmm. is like the whole point of royal caribbean wanting to partner with us and do this because it's like a two-hour commercial for this boat where you get to watch people fall in love on this incredible like the scenes on the deck and it's romance and the sun is setting and they're like staring into each other's eyes and you're just like oh that <laughs> yeah i mean frankly just seeing the preview for it like flash up but i don't, I don't even think i've seen a preview i think i just seen like a photo the like photos. a still yeah I, I haven't seen a preview yet so I yeah so I, I i misspoke just seeing the stills i have been like yeah. well i guess i need to go on another cruise <laughs> so it's so, it's so going to be worth every penny of production services that Royal Caribbean gave us because it just will, it will make you, you will be like, book it. Yeah. Also, it's making me really want Hallmark to do a Hallmark cruise. Somebody like, had asked me that. Somebody had asked me on Twitter, is that like a Hallmark event cruise? And I was like, oh my, I would be so in. I would go. Yeah, they should, and they should structure it the same way, like, the Turner Classic Movies crews worked, where they, like, on the videos, they'll show, like, on the, you know, on the deck, how they have movies, like, by the pool, they'll right. show Hallmark movies, they can have, like, yeah, talks, and, yeah, like, things. I mean, that's, like, the whole thing that, that the movie's about, the, it's, like, a foodie event for this YouTuber girl, but it's, um, you know, they would have like talks like the Hardy's family reunion stuff. I don't know if you guys go to that, but um, are you guys Hardy's? We we are, and we we haven't gone to the family reunion, but yeah. we're gonna try this year. They always have like a panel and yeah, and stuff like that. Like I think that that's what an event cruise would be—a Hallmark event cruise. Yeah, like. and if they had that, they would be shocked at how quickly I would buy a ticket. <laughs> I, I mean, nobody cares about me because, you know, again, they want Candace or they want Lori. We do, we do, we do. I would be like, I'll, sign me up. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm in. Where do I? Where I mean, do I but just think how amazing it would be if they had, like, obviously they could have, like, their marquee moments with, like, Candace, whatever. But then they can have, like, writer's panel, a director's panel. Yeah. Like. Oh, you could so, you could so get, I, I know, 20 people would be like, sign me up tomorrow. Oh, Yeah. yeah. For sure. We, we, we could definitely fill a, a mini conventional for sure. No but problem. I mean, a little, a little pitch fast. Tell us your best Hallmark ideas. Yeah. yeah. And they, and honestly, they could get one of the smaller ships and totally sell that out for sure for our, yeah. for a Hallmarkies cruise. Yeah, cruise it's 6,000 passengers and mm -hmm. like 2,000 crew. It's so many people and they yeah. sell out every single cruise yeah but even if you don't like take over the whole cruise ship no, like, uh, like events don't when i went on the singles cruise like i don't know there were probably uh i don't know 250 of us 300 but like we still could do a ton and have like a ton of i don't know a ton of group things just questions these are just like the fun silly questions that okay. they used to do in this magazine the team beat okay and sure. uh so we wanted to get your answer since we didn't do it last time okay okay so here we go the what is the best ice cream flavor? Um, regular chocolate chip. Mm, okay, so like vanilla with chocolate chips in it. Okay. Mm. All right. Then what is your favorite color? I like pink. Yeah. There you go. Because I have Good. Her and she likes pink. Uh huh. <laughs> I like pink. Okay. Uh, yes. I'm not gonna think too hard. There's no right. <laughs> no. 
Okay. No quizzes after. Okay. Then what music are you uh, listening to? What are you most excited about right now? What are you? Broadway into? show tunes. Ah, do you have All a particular time? You excited about Tony Awards coming up? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Except I have a wedding to go to that night. My cousin is getting married and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I have to DVR it. And then yeah. we're it's like, we, it's, an hour and a half away. We have to drive there, stay in a hotel. I'm not going to get to see it till like the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the Tony Awards because it's the only time aside from like Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade that you get like little peeks at the current shows without having oh, yeah. to be in New York. Uh, oh, so yeah. I'm excited to see Mean Girls and some of those other. I'm so excited. Shows. I'm going to see Mean Girls in July. Yeah. I'm going to New York. Oh, you are? Oh, lucky. Cool. Go to date night food. Sushi. Ah, nice. Uh, what is your go-to date night activity? Sushi. <laughs> and sake. <laughs> Sushi and sake. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, what uh, Do you prefer dogs or cats? Dogs. Nice. Okay. Beaches or mountains? Mountains. I cannot stand the sand. Oh, really? And I mean, my kids, I was just like, oh, the sand in the... <laughs> shoes and their toes and their fingernails and their yeah. I was like get in the tub uh, and my car it just filthy I took it yesterday because I had to get it vacuumed I just had like a beach in my car uh, that's true it's that's a valid point I, there's nothing I love more than the beach but yeah you do, the sand is a you know what it is everything it changes when you have kids yeah. how you feel about things changes when you have kids because it it's different you yeah. know they they're it, it's i'm sure that's true yeah <laughs> anymore it's like they're just covered in muddy sand and it's it's just not easy when it's just you it's great you're like oh let me just go dust myself off and then it's fine but no not when it's yeah. kids s or or sweats oh sweats yeah <laughs> uh favorite holiday um probably christmas yeah because of my kids yeah it's hard to beat christmas so it's that or halloween just because they're so i just love watching them have yeah. so fun watching them be so happy so i would say probably christmas because they love it they have the best time yeah christmas is way more fun with little kids involved like now that because my nieces are all far away and so it's usually just like me and my parents now and it's like yeah. It's okay. <laughs> like, like it's still like the birth of Christ and I celebrate, you know, like I celebrate for the right reasons, of course. Um, and you know, I got kind of Christmas explosion with all the Hallmark coverage we did <laughs> this last year, but, um, I don't know. It's just different. It's not as magical when you don't have kids with you yeah. celebrating in my opinion, but it's still, fun. but it's still, it's just fun and it's the yeah. season and it's the spirit of it. I mean, listen, yeah. in my life, it's Christmas every day because I'm always writing a Christmas yeah feel like that's probably consistently, true like right now I'm doing three and I feel like I am always yeah Christmas in my world but I, I still love it it's just hard to keep it fresh you know yeah new well and I mean it's interesting that haven't been done I mean it's interesting that it would be your favorite since it's not one you grow up with no yeah so it's one year one year over uh, Christmas but it probably is partially that that you know I never got it and yeah. now I it with my kids and my husband right so that's really cool all right last question what is and you can pick one of your own what is your favorite hallmark movie it's really hard this is really hard <laughs> so many. um the ones that I know the best are my own. Uh -huh. so I'm going to pick out of mine. Sure. No problem I with that. Of like, out of all of them, I know there's something that I'll be missing. Uh-huh. So out of mine right now, and it's always shifting and changing, I would say, I think Love at First Dance is my favorite movie that I've ever done. Oh my gosh. That makes me so excited. I so really excited. Everything, you know, again, like the stars aligned and everything fell into place really beautifully. So I actually think that might be my favorite. Uh -huh. I think my favorite out of your movies, I think I Married Who is my favorite of your movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's just so funny. 
And I think it's so different, you know, different. And I don't know. I just, I think it's my favorite. I was actually surprised when they bought it. Yeah. I wrote it as a feature. I think we talked about it maybe last time, but I wrote it as a feature and it was a lot edgier. The feature version was a lot edgier and, um, but it's about a girl that gets drunk and and gets married. And I was very surprised that they did it, but I think that we handled it in a sensitive enough way that it wasn't, nobody's ever said, Oh my God, this is horrible and disgusting. I've never seen that kind of feedback on it. So, well, and I think Kelly Martin helps a lot with that because she just, it's kind of like having Tom Hanks in a movie. Like even if Tom Hanks is playing a bad guy, it's still Tom Hanks. And so like, just inherently likable. Right, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. And Kelly is definitely like that. She yeah. doesn't she doesn't have like a, a you know nasty delivery or anything like that. She's just really likable. Well, thanks so much for coming in and talking with us again. Yeah, I really yeah. appreciate, it. appreciate it. Was, it. It was so fun. We definitely have to do it again sooner I, next time because because uh, we just we really do talk about you quite a bit. We're like when anyone suggests an idea, we're like, well, we can get Nina to write it, and then we can get. It. <laughs> Paul Campbell to be in it. Yeah, Paul Campbell and, you know, like, <laughs> Jesse Hodge and Cindy Busby can be in it, you know, whatever. <laughs> Some of her favorites. Well, I, listen, I would love to come up with something inspired by our little Hallmarkies and put Paul Campbell in it. <laughs> you know what you should do? It's all come full circle. You should do, uh, you should do a movie about, uh, about a podcaster. And we could give you tons I've of. Never done that. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank you so much. We really do love you, and we're so excited oh, for the movie. Thank you. And, and I, I tell me what you think. Okay, Please. we will. I'll be live tweeting, and uh, <laughs> if you guys just want to send me a message or something, you know. we will. And we won't review it until we'll do a whole episode on all of the June Wright's oh, wedding well, movie. Yeah. So. Uh, so we won't like recover it right after, but we will definitely let you know personally and you'll, we'll be live tweeting it. So I'll be doing it that one. So it should be fun. So, um, your support, always supporting me and my movies. I really appreciate it. It's so fun. We're, we're having a blast. And so, and, and we just, we're so grateful to you for being like willing to be our first interviewee. You'll always have that distinction being the first one willing to come on our show. I do not take that lightly. I'm very honored. Um, so how can people find you on social media or whatever? Uh, my Twitter is uh, N-I-B-E-W-E. It's uh, my first two letters of Nina Beth Weinman. Mm-hmm. It's uh, N-I-B-E-W-E. Um, or Instagram. I think I'm just Nina Weinman Swift on Instagram. Uh-huh. Cool. Great. We'll have links to all that in the um, description section, the podcast, and then we will have our recap of the latest episode of Good Witch this week. And then uh, make sure you catch uh, Nina's movie coming up this weekend on Hallmark Plus, the last in the three episode arc of the Haley Dean Mysteries will be this weekend. So make sure you check that out. And uh, so lots of good stuff coming up right now in the world of Hallmark. And uh, make sure you're following us on social media at Hallmarkies Pod on Instagram and Twitter and all over the place. Uh, we try to post every single day. And uh, if you can rate us and review us on iTunes uh, or give us a thumbs up on YouTube or however you're viewing it, we really appreciate it. And uh, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.